What is the association between American football and the development of Parkinson's disease? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's story. A study published in JAMA Network Open has demonstrated that participation in American football may be a risk factor for the development of Parkinson's disease. An analysis of data from 1,875 men participating in the Fox Insight online study revealed that a history of playing football was associated with higher odds of having a Parkinsonism or Parkinson's disease diagnosis with an odds ratio of 1.61. Among the entire sample, longer duration of playing was associated with higher odds for having a Parkinsonism or Parkinson's disease diagnosis, odds ratio 1.12. Among football players, higher level of play was associated with higher odds of having Parkinsonism or Parkinson's disease with an odds ratio of 2.93. In our next study, we learned long COVID can persist for months or years after acute illness and symptoms may emerge or re-emerge over time. A prospective study of 1,296 patients with COVID-like illness published in Morbidity and Mortality Weekly showed that approximately 16% reported persistent symptoms 12 months after a positive or negative SARS-CoV-2 test result. At 3, 6, 9, and 12 months after testing, some symptomatic patients had ongoing symptoms and others had symptoms that had newly emerged or re-emerged. And finally, we learned that using a regular blood pressure cuff size for all individuals regardless of arm size can result in strikingly inaccurate blood pressure readings with an automated device This according to a study published in JAMA Internal Medicine. In a randomized crossover trial of 195 community-dwelling adults with a wide range of mid-arm circumferences, use of a regular blood pressure cuff resulted in 3.6 millimeters of mercury lower systolic blood pressure readings among individuals requiring a small blood pressure cuff. In contrast, among individuals requiring a large or extra-large blood pressure cuff, use of a regular blood pressure cuff resulted in 4.8 milligrams of mercury and 19.5 milligrams of mercury higher systolic blood pressure readings, respectively. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like this, visit pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing Medical News Roundup and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine. <laughs>